Podcast Untitled. We really don't have a name for this place, for this thing yet. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this is a new series. Um, what Basically, the concept is what Scott and I, I'm Rob, uh, Scott, I'm Scott, and... You there, Maggie? Yep, I lost you for a second. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's me, Scott, and Maggie. Uh, Maggie has never listened to ICP before today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I nope. thought it would... Nope. I thought it would be fun for us to kind of revisit it because ICP was a huge part of my life for, like, mm. uh, quite a few years. What about you, Scott? Uh, yeah, he, well, that's how we became friends, what, for, uh, 12 or so years ago? Yeah. Longer? No, 15. longer than that. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> But yeah, um, so what we're going to do is every episode, at least for now, is we're going to go through all the uh, Joker's cards, which are the main albums in ICP's kind of oeuvre, and just kind of, you know, see if we can make a juggalette out of Maggie. <laughs> Whoa, what? What? Yeah, a juggalette. Uh, so I should explain that. Uh, fans of ICP are juggalos and juggalettes. It's kind of... Uh, well, like a lot of bands have, like, um, oh, God, uh, Maggots for... Um, Slipknot. Oh, Slipknot, yeah. Things like that. Huh. Well, okay. I'll accept that. <laughs> you accept this premise. <laughs> so, anyway, my history with ICP, and I'm going to make this short because we're kind of running late, long here, uh, but my history is I was, what, about 15 years old, and... I was looking for a new album, and at the record stores, there's always this area where you see these weird album covers, just like black, and you know, like clown faces on them, and I always wondered what they were. So I bought a copy of The Great Malenko. Yes. And, yeah. <laughs> and that's a big one in the history. We'll get to that in a couple episodes. Um, and I was a fan ever since, and I was just obsessed for years. What about you, Scott? Um. Maybe not the best way to start, but uh, I actually remember the first time I ever heard an ICP song. I was over at a friend's house, uh, and I was a huge fan of Eminem. And uh, they showed me the parody that ICP did of uh, Forget About Dre. Oh. And I was hilarious, and I loved what I was hearing. So they put on The Great Malenko at the time. And, yeah, so that's exactly where I started as well, with The Great Malenko. Oh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, that seems to be where a lot of people start. That was their big one. But today we're talking about Riddle, er, Riddle Master. Ringmaster. <laughs> the second Good Joker's job, card. And there's a reason we started with Ringmaster, and that's because Carnival of Carnage is a slog. It's depressing. It's just bad. 
it's just a terrible album. So we figured we'd come back around to it eventually. Um, but anyway, what we're going to do is kind of do a track-by-track review, like a lot of podcasts do. And our first track today is entitled Ringmaster. What did we think of this? Oh, Maggie? Let me open my document. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I've got a ton of notes here. <laughs> also, um, let me open the lyrics again, because I didn't copy all the ones I really liked. Oh, sure. I'm glad you guys took notes and were prepared for this. <laughs> I have to, because I, if I have questions, I have to write them down. We're listening Good to the idea. whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a long album. Uh, Only an hour, hour and 11 minutes. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I made a mistake earlier. I said the first track was Ringmaster. It's called Wax Museum. So just a little question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have the um, track list up, so yeah. I knew that. I just didn't want to correct you because it's your podcast. Oh, correct me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my dumb little project here. <laughs> It's yeah. not dumb. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I don't have any notes on the first song. Yeah, there's not much to say about it, but it's there is a little bit uh, in that it kind of sets up the storyline of ICP. And I'll explain that real quick. Uh the Joker's cards are basically the storyline uh, albums. And the idea is that there are six Joker's cards, at least at this point, and every single one is a different fate or a different character of sorts that you meet in the Dark Carnival, which is like an afterlife. And this one, the Ringmaster, is, of course, the Ringmaster. He's the head of it. But they don't really explain what he does or, like, who he is, the way they do other characters. Yeah, I was I was just thinking that I didn't I don't remember a single song really explaining what the ringmaster is. Is he just like the? Uh, I guess if I said that, that would spoil the story. So I better not. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the person you meet at the gates would that be better? Yeah, I guess that's what you would say he is. Uh, it's weird because the last track actually makes it sound like he's a vampire, but we'll get to that. <laughs> I'm just going to go with the fact that they had no idea what they were talking about here. <laughs> oh, yeah, they had no idea what they were doing on this album. <laughs> but it's interesting, because they're talking about this wax museum. So, you're thousands of dead souls covered in wax. Like, that's a cool image. That's like... Mm. Yeah. And I think this is where Violent J really starts to come into his own with the uh, storytelling. Yeah. They, they do have some really good stories... Um, not just the single songs, but if you take like, say, um, the Wizard of Oz album he did, it was yeah. a story from start to finish the whole album. And that, that I'd never heard that before in a, a musical sense. No, no. Yeah. That's going to be an exciting episode when we get to that. Cause that's mm. a really oh, sorry. good, <laughs> oh no, no, no. I'm just saying, uh, we will get to I jumped ahead, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Wizard of the Hood is incredible. Yeah. Um, and this thing I never knew about this album. Is that it's divided in two parts, Heckles and Macabre. Mm, didn't know yeah. that. Either. And they mention that in the song because it's mostly an instrumental with a little bit of storytelling. It's a really fun instrumental. What did you think of the music in this, Maggie? Um, it's interesting, actually. 
if I would have, I wish I could have heard this in 1994. Right. Like thinking about it and then thinking about when this came out. I mean, I was only four, but I remember, <laughs> you know, similar music as I was a little older. And I could totally see this being appealing. Yeah. I mean, at we use time. it in our theme song, so you know I love it. <laughs> well, at the, at the time, yes, hearing this for the first time in 2020, that you can't deny the time that's passed. Oh, yeah. It's very <laughs> but I can appreciate it. I think, you know, when it came out, I think that this would be, I don't know, their songs are... A product of its time? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Which is a good thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And besides, everyone's going to start, I guess, somewhere. So. Right. I mean, it, it could have been worse. <clears throat> Carnival of Carnage. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, because how old were Jay and Shaggy when they made this? Like 20 at the oldest? Oh, yeah. So say it, one of them said they were 19 at one point. I was going to ask. Yeah. I don't know anything about the individuals involved. Or... Yeah, you'll kind of get to know them over time. Uh, it's like. At this point, they're still young kids. They don't know quite what they're doing. Okay, so apparently Violent J was born in 1972. 72. So, so what was that be? They'd be 22 at that point. So still pretty young for a musician. Yeah. Not too young for a rapper, but, you know. It's younger than I thought that I oh, questioned it when they said it, even. I'm probably, I probably should find out Shaggy too dope as well. I think Shaggy's like a year younger or a year older. I can't remember. Oh, he's a couple of years younger. He's only 45. Um, oh. 1974. Wow, okay. So, yeah, he was 18. Holy hell. Yeah, he, w- yeah, he would have been really young. Or 20, I mean. Wait, that's here. why he, That's Shaggy. why he sounds like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, once the next album hits, you'll hear his voice start to deepen, and then by Malenko, it's just, that's the Shaggy we know and love. <laughs> Not deepen as much as Rob's, but pretty deep. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, there's really not much Sable Wax Museum, so what do we, what do you say we go to Murder Ground? Yeah. Yeah. The Murder Ground, this is a kind of, I don't know how I feel about this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a long drawn that outro that's for sure yeah it could be about two minutes shorter <laughs> i think so yeah i kept having to check the time i almost <laughs> asked i almost asked what song we were on because i was trying to find the lyrics uh-huh. and then it just sounded oh it just took me a minute yeah to get it together but this was the one uh that i had commented on reminding me of mid 90s style absolutely mm parts of it yeah it's like it's interesting because i actually forgot to take notes for the song damn um <laughs> but i'm looking at the lyrics right now and there's a lot of firsts in this uh it's the first time you mentions fago in a song i think wait no, not... really so they it, it's in their songs oh yeah they mentioned fago I, a lot i don't oh okay that's news to me. I'm learning, <laughs> I'm learning so much. Okay, I didn't know. I thought that was just something that got tagged on somehow. No, they, they, it's pretty much uh, part of their their um 
mythos, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Like she knows about live shows, right? Oh no! Yeah, live oh, shows. Okay, uh, so she knows nothing. No. No. Oh, oh, this should be fun. I've okay. Just seen the episode of Workaholics. With the. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I think nothing. Well, if, so you have, if you were to ever go to a live show, they literally have buckets and buckets of this of of Fago, and they spray it all over the crowd. So like guar, but very sp- specific. <laughs> Exactly. Product, product involved. Okay. Yeah. And but they're not sponsored or anything that I know of. <laughs> no, <you> yeah. <laughs> they just really love Fago. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, have they ever? Go ahead. In case, you're, in case you're interested, we don't have Fago here, so it was really, uh, really funny trying to uh, watch them scound around trying to find like a cheap cola type product <laughs> yeah. here in Australia. So I'm pretty sure they ended up with LA Ice or something like that. It was just the cheapest. Uh, LA Ice. Yeah, <laughs> the cheapest drink here. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's okay. Oh no, that's the whole point of this. So that was a first. Yeah. Uh, first as time far as I can it. remember. Yeah. Interesting. And there's another interesting thing. He, the uh, lyric, "Excuse me, motherfucker," was something I said. Forks up, forks down, man. Forks sideways. Now, the Forks thing, um, do you know about this, um, Scott? Wait, what? I missed it, sorry. What the Forks mean? Like, Forks up, Forks down? Uh, no. Refresh okay. my memory. So, um, on the cover of the album, you see the Ringmaster. Uh, oh, the hands. Yeah. And what that means is it's actually a gang sign in the southwest, or in the north, actually the uh, Upper Peninsula area. So, you got the southwest and... Uh, got the w which is three three uh fingers aka the forks and the other one which downwards so the forks are in reverse meaning south so basically their version of um uh crips and bloods exactly yep i'm not sure if it was a real thing before icp or if they made it up i'm not sure uh but they mentioned a few times on this album Okay. Yeah. Anything else interesting on the song? Um, I I just kind of find it forgettable. Yeah, same. Guys, yeah. And in case you don't remember the name of the 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 song, they like to repeat it three thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. That was really the, the biggest drawback I noticed. It raises a good question though. How exactly are you gonna fuck with a wicked clown? <laughs> I know. I just yeah. Because there's at one point it said chorus nine times, and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, we're reading ahead, and I'm like, <sighs> At that point, she was regretting her decision. <laughs> no, I, honestly, that kind of goes with, I guess, if it was a little faster. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just a little faster. I feel like, for some reason. If, if we get to remixes and stuff of this, I think, I think you'll notice that these songs – age decently when with better music <laughs> okay um that when we get uh, uh, it's the next song isn't it um uh, yeah 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 chicken is the next song um it's the same uh, uh is it rbm like the the same speed but mm. the metal ver- there's a metal version of it and that's actually the, i guess the single because that's the film clip for it uh it just sounds so much faster and better just because of the music 
Uh, and a lot of these songs, as I was saying to Rob in Discord, the I, I don't remember the originals. I only remember the, <laughs> uh, the, the remixes. So that's telling, I guess, of uh, the how they stand. Yeah, yeah. The pre- you were saying that you really like the production on here. All I could yeah. think was this is real 80s, early 90s uh, hip hop. That's oh, what it absolutely. sounded like. Yeah. Very basic rhymes. Very yes. Uh, yeah. But it's interesting. We'll actually talk about the uh, remix the next episode because it's on Riddlebox. And I think it's the only time they reuse a track from out, one album to the next. Without it being a actual whole album of remixes and stuff. Right. Yep. So, yeah, let's talk about Chicken Hunting because I love this song. <laughs> <laughs> the song itself is great. Oh, it's so <laughs> This good. version of it is horrible. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I wonder if Maggie got the idea of what the song was about. That'd be yeah. interesting. Yeah, actually, I'm curious. Yeah. Oh God. Well, hold on. Let me. Look. I'm looking at my notes, but let me pull up the <laughs> lyrics. Yeah. All I could think about was Devil's Rejects. It is very Devil's Rejectsy. Yeah. So is there? So they're anti hillbilly. Yes, they hate that, racism. They hate that. The, I had no perception of them before, but this surprised me. Yeah, it is actually very surprising because you don't expect them to be like socially conscious. But yeah, and not are. so much that they would be racist, but just that they would feature like very anti. Oh no, they're pretty anti a lot of uh, a lot of things. So you got racism for this song. Um, it, it's funny because uh, is it Chicken Hunting the third one where uh, it's about basically like people who you know hoard the money and not giving it to. The things like that, but isn't that basically what they've become now? But that's not the point. Um, yeah. uh, uh, at rallies and stuff that they've been at and things like that, uh, they don't give a flying fuck if like you're gay or anything like that. They just want everyone to be basically family. So they do have morals that they stand by, which I, I will admit, just like you just said, is quite surprising because they don't give off that vibe whatsoever. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's. I think that's one of the things that drew me to them is that for all the horrible shit they say, they're they're actually pretty cool guys in that respect. Yeah, and yeah, but there's a reason they say all that horrible shit. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> oh yeah, a few songs later. <laughs> oh. Oh no, no, that, that's not what I was talking about. I was talking about the uh, reveal. Oh yes, yeah. Yeah, that's way later. <laughs> yeah, that's about four episodes from now. Yeah. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's a huge reveal when it comes to ICP. Oh, okay, I know nothing. Huge. <laughs> but I'll say this: you'll probably figure it out long before they do. They reveal it. Oh, it's I hope very so. Obvious. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, um, let's see here. What are my notes on this song? Uh, not yeah, much. What are your <laughs> thoughts? Oh, <laughs> uh, my thoughts. So you said you said you liked it so much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I do like the remix better, but yeah, I really like their flow on this song. Because it's really creative. Mm-hmm. Like, like, let me pull up verse here. Like, the very first line. While I'm heading down the trail, I'm going to chicken hunt and chop a redneck chicken duck saying say nothing. And then, at this point, you're like, okay, you know what a chicken is at this point. Redneck chicken. Okay, that's ICP slang. And then, with the two of my whole billy stuck my barrel on the side. Boom, shaka, boom, shaka, hair chunks in the sky. I love that. I love when you use, like, a sound effect in your uh, verses. It just... It sounds good to me. <laughs> and and then there's a point later. 
check it real quick. Uh, yes, my favorite line this entire song. Went to Kentucky, I got lucky, met this hog calling bitch named Bucky, and we'll talk about the bitch thing later. <laughs> Riding on chicken, milking a sow, which I love. I love the mental image of that. You got this redneck woman riding a chicken, which, okay. And she's not milking a cow. No, she's milking a sow. <laughs> Literally on a chicken, milking a pig, and hitting switches on a drop-top low-ride tractor. <laughs> it just makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> thoughts on the song or no I, I like the song all right and mr johnson's head track four maggie didn't say if she liked it or didn't oh yeah it was okay it was okay yeah i don't uh, have anything notable i want i had questions about the anti-racism mm-hmm. um mr johnson's head was one of my favorite ones Ooh, i thought you liked good. that one it's the first real horror track on the album. It's excellent. It's oh, so yeah. good. I loved fuck all of it. I'm thinking of one in particular. I won't be able to find it. <laughs> was it this one I was talking about that reminded me of Mad? No, that was a different song. Yeah, that was. Uh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's another anti-racist song, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. In yeah. Row. yeah, straight back, back. But if I had to choose, if I was going to choose between Chicken Hunt and then this one, I think this one is the better story. Absolutely. Yes, it was the, if I died in a class, they would probably say they knew me, or they wouldn't care. They wouldn't even move a dead body rotting in the back of the room. I think that was my favorite. Mm-hmm. That's such a good line. Then they're all good. Then the rest of that whole verse I really loved. Then it was too repetitive, but that's all right. Yeah, that's kind of ICP's (laughs) thing. (laughs) So I won't bring it up again. That's my only complaint. Oh, no. I think think they get a bit better. Yeah, this is by far the worst offender in that regard. Like album-wise, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, once it hits Riddlebox, it's going to be a lot smoother. Uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, as Favorite line in the song, fuck Washington, Benjamin, fuck them all out. They could suck my nuts till they wouldn't teeth fall out. I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always talk about George Washington's wooden teeth. I know it's not correct, but that was rarely amusing to it's see. <laughs> that was when we took that one. I can't think. Yeah, it was interesting. The anti-racism in this one, too. Yeah. And then also, like, the just the bullying aspect? Or not yeah. even bullying, just, like, that theme is almost stronger than the anti-racism is the not being noticed. Yeah. And that's kind of another ICP thing, is they always kind of self-denigrate. Uh, they never kind of, unless they're doing it as a joke, they never really self-aggrandize themselves. It's okay. always, we're the losers, we're the uh, outcasts, and we just don't give a fuck. And that's kind of their whole spiel. I actually really believe them, like, when I was a lot younger, that that's what they were like. 
because you always heard about how much they were hated and 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 shit like that. So, um, for them to be the outcast was actually really believable. Absolutely, I think that's why they have such strong following is because of yes. people in the outcasts like us, the kind of the bullied, the, yeah, yeah, the weirdos, the 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 people who, hello, whoever that was. Um, <laughs> It might have been gunshots. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I have no idea. I hear it all the time. Uh, but yeah, yeah. All the basically the outcasts and things like that. If you have a look at any footage from a gathering of the Juggalos, you could tell that it's all the outcasts, the misfits. The You don't really see anyone there, I think. That would be at, like, say, I don't know, a pink concert or something like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, at some point we're going to have to cover uh, some of that stuff because it's like some of their music videos and such where you can see some juggalos that are involved. <laughs> it's oh, I can't album. wait. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, yeah, so Mr. Johnson's Head, uh, this was remixed on um, Forgotten Freshness Volume 2. And it's basically the same thing. Like, do you remember what the differences were, Scott? Because I can't think of any other than a couple of changed words. Sorry, what was that? The differences between this and the remix. I can't uh, remember. So Mr. Johnson's head. Uh, no, besides the duffel bag, I think that's all they changed. Yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of weird. Mm. But yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Uh, and now we're hitting, actually, my favorite song on this album, Southwest Song. <laughs> Which is weird, but I love it. You know what's strange is the verses, the tones, uh, like in the background of the verses, remind me of <laughs> Will Smith's um, Nightmare on Elm Street song. Oh, Nightmare on My Street, yeah. Which is one of my favorite songs, and I don't know why. I don't know why. It was just the verses. It's just so fun. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Oh, yeah. So the sample on this, um, good people sometimes think bad things and all that. Is that Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I didn't know, I actually wrote that as the last comment, because then at the end they have it undistorted. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, my God, I was wondering, but I was like, what a weird placement. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, so... Well, you tell me about this song, actually. So, I actually don't know much about why the song is, like, the writing of it or anything, but I love that it's so surreal. It's like a fever dream in song form. And it's kind of some of their best writing for, at this point in their careers. Yeah, know. I thought it was excellent. It's very sad. Absolutely, but it's also kind of almost triumphant in a way. Because talking about for togetherness, it's like almost the first Juggalo anthem. Hmm. Yeah, let me see if I can find the line I'm thinking of. Let's see. That was a good line. There was one line on here. And I should have taken a note of it. Well, I'm doing that. Uh, Scott, what are your thoughts? Um, <laughs> Just like I guess the rest of this album, it's uh, it, very producty of their time. It wouldn't be like it's a good song, and lyrically and um, structurally, I think it's really good. But 
it's not this whole album isn't something I'd probably go back and listen to on a regular basis. Honestly, me either. I really remembered it being much better than it was. Yeah, as as you said from the very start, uh, with Carnival of Carnage being a slog to get through, I think about halfway through this, I was like, I should have came in later. (laughs) 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 Um, But I'm glad I was here for the first one, so I can't complain that much. But yeah, structurally and and, and, um, uh, lyrically, it's, it's a good song. Uh, just not something I, I'd put on a, a repeat playlist, that's all. It's a stoner song, for sure. <laughs> yeah, and unfortunately, Australia hasn't legalized it, so... <laughs> <laughs> I can't find the line I'm thinking of, so let's just move ahead. Uh, that's another one where I really love... Like, the producer on most of ICP's albums is a man named Mikey Clark, and he really gets ICP. The whole carnival sound, the horror kind of vibe it's just excellent but now we're shifting a bit in tone <laughs> on this next song this is uh get off me dog <laughs> and this will be short because this is only a minute long but yeah this is shaggy, shaggy. Too dope. Uh, yeah, yeah shaggy showing off his his skills for a change instead of just being all jay mm-hmm Interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time I'm introduced to the nuts obsession. <laughs> <laughs> like, like blatantly, this is I made a note on it. Nuts yes, is a recurring theme. Yeah, Shaggy yeah. is obsessed with nuts sex for some reason. I was just about to say that it's not just this album. It's Shaggy. Nope. <laughs> I'm not surprised. No, nuts. I would. I wouldn't think this would stop then because it didn't by the end of the album. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is going to be a recurring theme, but I noted it's it's beginning. Mostly with yeah. him, though, not Jay. I don't, yeah. I, Interesting. I don't get what Shaggy likes about his nuts so much. <laughs> he actually calls himself Stretch Nuts sometimes. So yes, he does. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> yeah, Jelly Jello Boy, because my nutsack jiggles. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I love you can it. also make it bob like a yo-yo, which we'll find out next week. <laughs> Wowie. Is this the booty hole bug one? Yes. Yeah. Um, that was all I wrote under it was booty hole bug, so I didn't Same forget here. it. And then they're talking, then the theme of fucking big fat bitches comes up. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm sure this won't go people. away. Nope. <laughs> they, oh, they do. Oh, they openly do this as a, a theme. Yeah. And it's kind of weird because, like, sometimes it's kind of insulting and sometimes it's, like, really reverent. I noticed that. Yeah. It might be a rap thing because a lot of rappers, like, you know, bigger girls, I've, I've found. One of the, my favorite lines is from, uh, who was it? Afro Man. Where mm-hmm. it's like, um, uh, I like swimming in big fat women when I'm in the sack. Why have a skinny little bicycle bitch when I can ride a Cadillac? (laughs) (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) That's a great line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I forgot about Afro Man. Oh, man. Yeah, here are the entirety of my notes for Get Off Me Dog. Shaggy Song, Nutsack Physics, Booty Hole Buck. (laughs) 
<laughs> and that's all we need. Moving yeah, on. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on from uh, get off my dog and its booty hole bugs. Uh, <laughs> got who asked you? Which I totally forgot about. Uh, yeah, I didn't remember this one. Yeah, I remember the Wicked Crimes Wicked Times thing, but that's about it. Uh, this one was my favorite so far. I wrote. Really? Because it was just fun to listen to. Yeah, it is fun. Mm. But I'm looking at the lyrics again because I don't remember anything. It's the first time they uh, mention Nate the Mac, Rude Boy, and Jump Steady on this album. And maybe ever. Who, is the, who are those people? Um, Jump Steady's kind of, Volante's brother. Yeah. Um, like real life brother, not, not yeah. storylined. He's a... Uh, He's okay. interesting. <laughs> and then Rude Boy and Nathan Mac, um, they're kind of. What is their relationship to ICP, really? They're always hanging uh, out. Friends, maybe? Yeah, I don't uh, know what do. Yeah, neither. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Rude Jazzy Boy? Jeff? Yeah, exactly. They're the Jazzy Jeff of ICP. <laughs> well, who's Jazzy Jeff? Like, actually, Shaggy would be Jazzy Jeff because he does all the record scratching. Yeah, he was the DJ, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And there's also the first mention of Clown Love, which is a big thing in ICP. Much Clown Love, whoop whoop, that type of thing. Where is that at? Um, Are you saying in general? Uh, find it over here. Oh, I found it. Killer yeah. Clowns, Much Clown Love. Found a booty, a body, a booty. <laughs> 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 Found a body in the bathtub, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so MCL, much clan love. They also reuse a line here. I never noticed this. I mean, fuck John Wayne, fuck Wayne Newton, fuck Juice Newton, John Hooten, Annie Putin. They use a very similar line in a later song called Fuck the World. Yeah, but that's a specific song to say as fuck as many times as they can. Right. <laughs> but it's funny that they reuse that. It's like, damn, they just really hate Juice Newton. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of Violent J kind of making up words to fill out lines. Mm. It was still fun. Oh, yeah, I love when he does that. The fuck cop, pork chop, jiffy pop cops was my exactly. favorite. Yeah. Um, enjoyed that one. I do link swings when I run around the block. <laughs> yeah, well, I remember that one clearly. And then the very next line says, no, I don't sing in a rock band, which is actually, we'll get to that. That's interesting. <laughs> Why is there so there's so many secrets here? <laughs> That's kind of the fascinating thing about them. They're like the stupid comedy band, but there's so much to them. <laughs> I would have never guessed. Yeah. Like there are movies. They have two feature films. Can you that? <laughs> uh, I had no. I I can believe it, but I did not know. <laughs> they are good. <laughs> that they are. After. After uh, after the the podcast ends, I'm gonna have to hit you up privately so we don't spoil anything because I'm interested to know why you just mentioned the rock band thing because I'm well, trying I to think really hard. Oh, okay. Yeah, Zug Island. Yeah, he didn't sing that though. No, but he wrote all the lyrics. Yeah, he wrote the lyrics, but he didn't sing. He says in this line, "No, I don't sing in a rock band." So technically, he was telling the truth. <laughs> but he does sing sometimes <laughs> in it. What about oh. fly away? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, Touche. Yep. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I love that song. Holy crap. Oh, it's so good. All right. Sorry. 
Yeah, yeah, back on track. <laughs> yeah, back on track. Sorry. I, no, I was no, sitting here trying fault. to think really hard. Like, I don't remember him singing because uh, my mind went straight to Zug Island because right. it was the only like rock band on on Psychopathic Records. But um, I'm like, he didn't sing that. That was um, Sin. Uh, whatever yeah, his name. Yeah, Sin. Yeah. Um, but you're right. He did sing on a couple of the first tracks, uh, first album. Mm-hmm. And then he had that amazing rap part, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, anyway. so, sorry, back to where we're going. Sorry, man. Nope, that was my fault. <laughs> I'm just listening. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, I'm what? just so glad what? to be a part of this. Yeah. I'm just I taking it all in. <laughs> and let's see. I lost track. Where are we at? Uh sounds like song Goffy Dog. Who asked you? That's what we just did, right? Yeah. Dead so, one. The, dead oh, yeah, the one. next one's the dead one. Yep. Yeah. Uh I used to love this song. Now it's kind of a drag. Yeah, no, I yeah, I think I'd agree with that. And it it's, was, not, it's not even song's fault. It's just the songs around it are so much fun. I, I think I would say because they've done it a lot better in other songs. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like almost a proto Dark Lotus. Mhm. Yeah, definitely. They that's the vibe I was getting as well. But just it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't sit right now at uh that's hard to explain <laughs> yeah um i presume you liked it maggie it's a very serious like creepy track i actually did it oh okay. there we I go. didn't like it i don't have any notes for it and i don't remember what it sounded like <laughs> oh wow that's <laughs> telling so yeah that's uh <laughs> i don't remember no, no, no notes and i and we just finished listening to it and i don't remember it well, yeah, I don't remember it. <laughs> I love it. It's just being honest. Oh, I don't yeah. have no, that's like... exactly what I think Rob wanted, so that's good. Exactly, yeah. All right. I don't have anything else to say. Yeah. I definitely wouldn't listen to it again. That's, no. that, that's my If thing. I did, it would be an instrumental, because I do love the uh, kind of Eastern-sounding uh, creepiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say, again, Jay's writing is really good on this. Again, uh, yes, but I don't know. I think they just, uh, they have done this sort of song better later. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, again, I don't really have much to say about it. <laughs> yeah. My notes are basically nothing. So uh, on to Funhouse? Yeah, Funhouse. Uh, this featuring Jump Steady, which... I don't remember hearing I, him on this track. No, I didn't remember he was on this. Yeah. I actually don't um, remember the first time I heard Jump Steady. That's weird. First time I heard him was uh, his solo album. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, and I really like his daughter's cover of Battlefield. Yeah. That is my favorite thing I think I've ever heard. Battlefield as in Captain Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, Lovers of Battlefield. Sorry, yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. Oh, okay. I was wondering what was going on there. <laughs> uh, my uh, wife asked me. Uh, 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 I guess I could say Cass asked me, as in love, as in Pat Benatar. And I was like, yes, love is a battlefield. And she does like a rap version of it. And it's really cool. That's one of my favorite songs, the original. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's Oh, awesome. ooh, well, that's good. Uh, sorry, back to the track. Uh, <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> Christ. I don't know. Yeah, this one starts with a skit, as first real skit on the album, I think. 
or the first one with the lyrics written down as skit, so yeah. Yeah, and it's really stupid. <laughs> I don't remember the skit. I remember the song. Yeah, the thing where they find the car uh, and it's like, hey, buddy, come here for a minute. Yeah, it's pretty hysterical right now, huh? Have you tried fondling your breasts? It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Uh, it's, oh, it's coming yeah. back to me. Yeah. <laughs> All coming back. It's <clears throat> Thank you. Oh, I was going to ask, I guess, I don't know. My note is violence. Who are they influenced by? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I guess that's the question. Is who do they, do they have any major influences? Um, yeah, actually. Uh, there was a rapper in Detroit called Isham. Uh, stands for East Side Hoes and Money. He was the kind of oh. the first. Yeah. <laughs> He and the Ghetto Boys were their big influences. They did a lot of horror really? rap. Really? Yeah. I never knew that because uh, ICP do stuff with Isham a lot. Yeah, oh, Isham a couple of times. Uh, absolutely. Um, huh. And of course. Be... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, they cover Ghetto Boys uh, on a couple albums from now. Oh. It must have been good for them to be able to work with an inspiration. That's pretty cool. Well, you remember the song Assassins, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the Ghetto Boys cover. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and there are a couple of interesting firsts on this. Uh, mentioned 17. 17, um, I'm going to go ahead and say it right away on what 17 is. Their first album, Carnival of Carnage, sold 17 copies its first week. And ever since, they've used 17 in all their songs. That's kind of this mystical number. Which. Okay, Mama J. <laughs> yeah. It, okay. It's a weird thing that um, if you get really into ICP and try to figure out their lyrics and stuff like that, because um, I, I don't remember which album it is where they say that it's all building to something and it was this puzzle you had to put together and people were trying to figure it out. was it, It's got something to do with the 17. It's got something to do with butterflies and all this stuff. And I won't go into anything further, so it doesn't spoil it, and hopefully you can work it out yourself when we get there. But, uh, yeah, 17 was the dumbest one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's Luke no way I? to figure that out. Yeah. <laughs> and there was another first one. What was it? Uh, I'll check my notes. Oh, yeah. It, this isn't actually a first, uh, but I did write a note about it. They do drop the F-bomb, and I'm not talking about fuck. I uh, was going to bring that up. Is that... Yeah. So what's going on? What's going on here? Every once in a while, Jake kind of gets a bug up his ass, and he just starts dropping the F-bomb, and it's like, I don't love it. <laughs> I wish yeah. he wouldn't do that. The F-bomb, uh, what am I missing there? Yeah. Huh? Uh, Oh, you mean faggot? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, he, yeah, it's really weird. Um, fuck, who was it? Someone else used it too. Tech Nine used it in a song, and I only just picked it up recently that he used it. And but neither one of them are homophobic. I think it's more, uh, not shock value, more um, again, product of the time. That was a word used a lot at that time. I mean, yeah, for the most part, but then he keeps using it every once in a while. Like every well, once, while, it, yeah, yeah, once it's ingrained into your, oh yeah, I see it there. Um, once it's ingrained into you, into you, the way you speak, I think you just keep using it. Uh, yeah. Eminem, Eminem said it because he got in trouble for saying fag. Uh, 
in a recent album and he goes well it's just how we used to talk i don't mean it like that shit i've done songs with, on john stuff like i've got nothing against gays as long as they don't you know bring that stuff to me i'm not interested in it. but he'll use it because that's how he has basically learned to talk but yeah i don't like so, the word either okay yeah. so it'd be like it's just like using it demeaning like pussy yes like yeah, exactly yeah. okay i think there's one not occasion saying, not saying uh because the lyric is that you should have kept your little faggot ass in the hills not probably just saying uh this gay person should have you know pissed off just you you how 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 bad can i go with swearing here oh yeah just whatever you want to say oh yeah so in like australian there was something like oh this little fucking cunt should have fucked off you know so i think that's he could have used a better word but that's probably what he was going for just uh, insultive telling this guy he's a faggot Right. I don't, you heard her in the background, didn't you? Uh, I heard something. Who's <laughs> trying to chime in? <laughs> oh, I was trying to listen. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, was trying to listen to you. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense, because then I thought back to this is 1994. I gotta remind myself. Yeah, but he's right. He will use it again. But Jay also had something really against the N-word as well, and didn't Twisted use it in their first or second album? They used it in Freak Show, which is... Yeah. Yeah. Because they're definitely not black. <laughs> no. <laughs> I always thought maybe Jamie was Hispanic, and that's why he used it, because his last name is Spaniolo. And I thought, okay, <laughs> what a name! <laughs> but no, he's wow, a yeah. Anyway, um, got anything else on the song? Oh, I'm tapped out now. Yeah, he mentions the Bobo gun at one point, which what, what is that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Interesting. And then there's the backmasking, which, uh, according to the lyric site, which I never looked into, it said, I'm sick in my nugget and the fun house. So why did they bother to backmask that? I don't know. <laughs> what is backmasking? That's when you reverse the uh, audio. Oh. Yes. Yeah, so you'd have, like, play the record backwards, you hear a hidden message type thing. Wow, there's that yeah. too. This is endless. Oh yeah, it goes so much deeper. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, that's my fun house. Um, I oh one thing I do want to say about my fun house is this is one of the songs that kind of um what am I trying to say here? Uh, if actually no um I'm I thought of the wrong thing. Never mind. <laughs> I just had a brain fart. Um. So yeah, next is for the maggots. Um, I already forgot what the song sounded like. I never liked the song. No, it reminds me that because it. Then I was looking. So what song? Uh, Mr. Johnson's head reminded me of early Slipknot. Like if Corey didn't uh-huh. like rap with like such roughness. 
it reminded me of like their early stuff, but then the maggots thing reminded me of Slipknot. But I'm pretty sure they didn't come around until later. They weren't in 1994. No, no, they came around like 98, 99. But then I'm wondering if there is any relation to or inspiration um, by. I think didn't Slipknot and ICP do something together at some point? I, Not like uh, a show or so. something. Oh, a show probably, but yeah. I know for a fact that uh, Corey has done a couple of tracks with um, Tech Nine. Yeah, and they are dope as hell. Oh, I don't know yeah. anything about Tech Nine. Tech Nine, um, yeah, <laughs> it's is, he's, he's re- is this related? Oh uh, no, not really. Barely, yeah. Okay, I'm trying. To... <laughs> 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 I mean, unheard of Tech Nine, but I don't know anything. Yeah, he's not really a Juggalo artist, but he's kind of cool. He's cool with ICP. And yeah, like, he's yeah. cool with the Juggalos, too. He mentions them a lot in his songs. Mm-hmm. Excellent. But yeah, I mean, this is another one of those tracks that's a filler, so just move on to uh, Wagon Wagon, which is one of my favorites on this album. <laughs> my note is so fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good note. Thank you. It's a party song, 100%. It's like you play in the background. And it's, like... and it's also interesting because this is another song that's very reminiscent of a future song, uh, Dead Body Man. Mm. What is that? Um, you'll find that one on the next uh, album. Uh, oh, it's on the next one, is it? Yep. Okay, cool. But yeah, it's a... This is really about a guy riding around on a wagon, dragging bodies around. <laughs> like that's basically what Dead Body Man does. Wow. Yeah. And this is recurring. Um, no, like it's that. kind of only once or twice, really, for that particular storyline. <laughs> oh. Um. Let's see. Oh yeah, he mentions Mr. Nevers, which is I didn't get this at the time. Uh. This is actually about a case where uh, two officers beat a man to death. Uh, wow. This was, yeah, Officer Larry Nevers. He uh, beat a guy to death in 92. Oh. Yeah. And so his line is, any far, Mr. Nevers. You seem to be the killjoy, so get your ass in, fat boy. To, okay. And, yeah, to hell. So, so uh, we're not starting with Carnival of Carnage. Uh, your reasoning was because it's a trash album and you want to double back to it. Right. So what you're, what you're saying now is that you specifically started with Ringmaster because you wanted to talk about cops beating people to death because you think it's polit- <laughs> uh, because it's topical. <laughs> That's why you wanted to do this podcast, wasn't it? <laughs> you caught me. <laughs> oh god, I need to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Black Lives Matter. Just, yep, just, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, okay. just so sure. are they, do they bring up, They are, well, they brought up cops before, do they, are they not fans of cops? No, not as Okay, least. sorry, it's a stupid question. Oh, no, no, it's a very good question. Because some people, people have, like, an act, you know, I'm sure this is, there's an, <laughs> parts of this that are an act. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just oh, trying no. to get an idea. <laughs> No, that's actually never going to stop confusing. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely not an act. A violent J really does murder people. Like, you would have read it all over the news, right? Right? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool, cool, cool. 
But yeah, it is kind of difficult sometimes to tell what when they're in character and when they're not. Mm. With the ring a ding a ling ping a ring a what's like ring a ding ding a ling a ping master, which that's well, about guess, to a T. <laughs> I guess to what like their community is the community's viewpoints are the fans' viewpoints. Um, they tend to kind of follow whatever ICP says. It's almost almost cultish, really. At some mm, uh, it's actually okay. I think once the six jokers card drop mm. um a, a lot of the fan base split yes absolutely so it, they uh you still got people commenting on icp's newest tracks which uh, um, oh god <laughs> uh, and they're all like whoop whoop family for life yo um and i'm oh. like oh my god like sure we were like that back in the day I, yeah I, I, I can't diss them for that but you don't have to follow them and do exactly like like religiously. Absolutely. If they make a mistake, you should do the right thing and call them out. If 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 they're surrounded by yes men, they'll keep putting out garbage. <laughs> <laughs> cough cough marvelous marvelous missing link cough cough. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, uh, and let's be honest about ICP. Uh, they're not highly educated people <laughs> oh god no what gave you that idea <laughs> telling me i can make live stuff from gunpowder <laughs> magnets how do they how work, they work? Oh, <laughs> oh man okay back back on topic order. <laughs> oh yeah oh let's see so we're still through. we're still talking about Wagon, oh, wagon, wagon yes. yeah. Uh, Shaggy mentions the nuts again, so that's cool. <laughs> what song or was this? Where, where are we? Oh, uh, we're on wagon, wagon. Is this more nuts? Yep, more nuts. <laughs> I didn't have a note on the nut mention. Yeah, let me find one. the line again. It's on my notes. I can't remember which line it was. Your mama uh, is a bitch, and she swings on my nuts. Oh so yes. Wagon, wagon, dead body dragon. <laughs> Yeah, it's out of nowhere. <laughs> it's the fucking second last um, line. Yeah. <laughs> it's completely out of nowhere. Shaggy had to get his mama joke in. <laughs> yep. And nuts. Oh, yeah. They're people, too, and he wants to stick them in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, this is another song that's just not much to really talk about on it. This it's is kind a, a groovy-ish song. Yeah. Maybe we should start with Riddlebox. <laughs> no, no, I'm glad we start here, because this is, like, a lot of firsts on this album, I've never realized. Mm. Um, oh, The Loons. This is an interesting song. This was my favorite song. Is it? Yeah. Wow, Okay. Yeah, I really like it too. I like how the neck cutter thing kind of goes throughout the song. Let me, f- I'll find some lines that I liked. <laughs> Lo- lots of them. Control M, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I have coughed several times and I keep muting it just before I do. I couldn't mute in time. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> He's got the COVID. Run. Oh no. Oh, I just dated this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. 
It's not COVID, it's the booty hole bug. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. My God, I hate you. That kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, take a boat and cut your fucking throat. That was the one, my first one, I guess, that I liked that I uh-huh. copied earlier. <laughs> <laughs> and then the um, just all of it. I like the the chorus is scary. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. What did you call this horror rap? Horror rap. Horror core. I yeah, this is all new to me. It's very interesting. A whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I was so glad I got to introduce to you because uh, for the listeners, uh, Maggie and I are big. Oh, all three of us really are huge horror fans. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, and so this kind of it kind of makes sense that we'd be into this. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Um, but like I said earlier. Uh, when it comes to the horrorcore, I think element of ICP, they get better. This yeah. this is a good song. I think this is the one I said to you that I I actually liked this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would go with Maggie and say that this is my favorite track on the album as well. But as uh, for a horror song, they can they've done a lot better, like way more visual uh, oh, storytelling, and oh, oh, it gets better. Yep. Okay. Sorry. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. I don't know if this is my favorite track on the album, but it's definitely up there. Uh, well, this is my favorite actual good track, and I'll, we'll get to the one that I think is my favorite track very uh, soon. <laughs> I think I know what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. And this one also ends in a skit, and it's my least favorite skit on the album because it's just not funny. Uh, the little radio show bit. Mm. I don't I remember. Guess... Oh, God. But he mentions Fago again. Oh, yep. One more mention of Fago. Uh... With a sparkling glass of Fago while Violent J tells you poetry. I guess not really a skit now I'm looking at it. It's just an intro, but yeah. Mm. It's um... kind of a skit because it's like trying to set up like the, I don't know someone's telling a story type thing which right. is not these songs don't really flow into each other <laughs> no no they do much better later with that yeah. <laughs> oh i remember this now oh yeah <laughs> oh wow and now my... the worst song on the album oh go my... ahead oh are we going to the are we moving on well go oh, ahead did you have more yeah my comment was wowie that was my note Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, so I had to go back and I had to look at the at the lyrics and um yeah they talk is this somewhere do they start talking about dirty women it's always dirty women on love song maybe it's the next one yeah yeah love song this has got to be the worst song on the album it is so so it's vile really <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucked up. <laughs> Like, on the previous album, there was a track called Black in Your Eyes. Since we're skipping that album for now, I'll just go ahead and talk about it. Uh, and it's, like, 
ICP has this thing where they kind of do this cartoonish violence against everybody, and that includes women. So it's kind of like one of those things that, you know, horror. Horror is a lot of violence against all genders. But in these early albums, it's like really dark. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But with that being said, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> where are you going? Um, this was... No, 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 no. I think it's the next one. Um, when I saw the, the, the track listing for this, I got super excited because when I saw Love Song, I you you know which one I thought this was. Uh-huh. Um, a much more fun song. Yeah, it, same sort of uh, thing about basically women and, and stuff like that. But again, like you just mentioned, it's more cartoony. Like yeah. way over the top. Like stuff that could never happen. Um, right. And <laughs> just because you were um, mentioning uh, about being uneducated, um, before... We listened to this. I was actually listening to another love song. Um, I, oh. I muted down this one and was showing uh, Cass the, the another love song. I forgot how dumb some of the lyrics were, like um, saying uh, um, and have babies falling all out your ass. Yeah, <laughs> that just, I, it's just, uh, yep, that's that's where babies come from, Jay. Yeah, <laughs> and they just land in a pile, just tons of babies. <laughs> Um, yeah, so going back to this one, like this, ver- this, cause obviously this is the first one and then another love song is the, the, I guess the sequel, um, or at least the second song like that. But yeah, uh, this, the, 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 this didn't do anything for me, this track. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of felt like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. I don't have anything to add. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trip. Uh, Karen White, which is weird. Who is this? Who is that? Karen White, it's as like according to Genius anyway, which we know Genius cannot be trusted, but say Karen what, What's uh, Genius? Oh, oh, uh, it's a lyric site where people can submit explanations for like lyrics. Okay, you didn't think you'd have an elderly person on here with you, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about anything. All right. My hip. <laughs> Back in my day, we were always polite to women. We used to open the doors. (laughs) Pull it all out the ass. (laughs) What? Oh, God. Sorry. Let's go. Oh, Karen White. Uh, Karen White is apparently a New York Times bestselling American author. Why? Why would Jay know that, first of all? And second of all, what, what, and you're, the whole line is smoke a nice blood, drink some mad dogs through the night, and you're ugly, but uh, you're, you ugly, what? That doesn't make sense. You're, <laughs> the lyric says, and your ugly bitch turns into Karen White. That does, the that's best not a selling sentence. author. Yeah. <laughs> I assume that the person who did the uh, explanation is mistaken, because that makes no sense. <laughs> Uh, oh. Is this the one that I called the room of ICP songs? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot Shaggy singing. Yeah. Yeah, this is oh. the one you uh, you that you uh, my wife thought that you were using to torture her as well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So in in that respect, I I think it was kind. Of, yeah, this is the one that I thought was so bad it was 
not good. Don't get me wrong. This is not a good song. Oh, no. <laughs> but I had a smile on my face with how bad it was the entire way through. <laughs> oh, especially near the end when you have the little uh, bits that Shaggy's throwing in. Like, uh, all I hear is my nuts flapping against your booty hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, and the fact that it's sung completely off tune is <laughs> yeah. fucking so good. Oh, man. That's the only thing that's redeeming about the song. Because is- <laughs> <laughs> if I bitch it when I come home, drop a brick and a sock, swing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Because <laughs> I thought I heard crickets. Are <laughs> oh, we on the bugs? On- yeah, bugs on my house there. Yeah. Did yeah, we go on? I'm us- sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, that's no, fine. We're winding down on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I-, I think. Uh, um, fun-wise, this this is my favorite track. Yes, I this think one so too. felt to me classic. See, I obviously went back. Like when you said you wanted to do this, I was like, oh yeah, I fucking love ICP. All their older stuff. I hate their new music. But going back to here, I was like, oh. <laughs> this is when I was like, okay, this is the ICP I remember. I think exactly. It, it was so it, so good. Yeah, it does, and it. As you keep saying, you know, well, if you, as you said, not the smartest people. So the way they're smartly basically talking about an STD with with real uh, fourth grade, uh, fourth grade. Um, I apparently I'm not educated either. Um, <laughs> analogies, fourth yeah. grade analogies is oh, so hilarious to hear. Uh, full grown men <laughs> doing that. It's great. <laughs> My and girls have is... cuties. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like they couldn't rhyme phenomena. They couldn't think of anything. So what do they do? They go phenomena. <laughs> <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I love it. Oh, oh, I don't understand this phenomenon. We're fucking these hoes that look like splala. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even notice that. It's literally the first line. <laughs> it's so dumb. And they use a weird sample. Spurs on my boots and I don't give a hoot because I got me a privileged woman's love. Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And that's an actual country song from like the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> and they consider that the post-chorus. Why do you need a post-chorus? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, if if I had to pick, I think this is my favorite track just because of how dumb and funny it is. I think you sold me on it. <laughs> just your, your <laughs> sheer joy. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking at his lyrics again. They're just so funny. <laughs> oh, man. Hello, kitty. Sorry. Oh, no, that's hello. okay. <laughs> that's my favorite kitty. That's my favorite kitty. Mine. My favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. So sweet. Keeping joke yourself. Come on. (laughs) Oh, well, I was just going to say I like a good pussy every now and then, too, so that's fine. That's why I said I was going to keep it to myself. That's fine. I asked for it. Literally. Yes, yes, Literally. Yes. <laughs> oh, That's fine. 
Where were we? Oh, yes, uh, my STDs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's talk more about Vala J's deck. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Uh, is there? Yes, okay. Sure, of course there is. I was just seeing if there was any mentions of nutsacks in this in this song, and of course there is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A lot, actually. Holy shit. But what's weird is that the title of the song is, isn't Bugs on My Nuts. It's Bugs on My Nugs. Which is kind of odd. <laughs> yeah, I don't want bugs on my chicken nuggies. Piss off. Right. <laughs> my chicken nuggies. <laughs> it really does say nuts. Uh, probably because back then you weren't, you couldn't really have nuts, I guess, on the back yeah, of the Yeah, probably. Uh, it was all that weird thing where they would change the lyrics. Uh, not the lyrics, the um name of the song uh, was different to basically what you would hear on... um the actual album because they couldn't promote it in the store with that. Uh, and I also remember when Rise of the Phoenix came, Rise of the Phoenix by Tenacious Day. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they, their front cover, obviously, as you know, is a giant dick of balls and they put a, <laughs> at least here, they put a huge gigantic, whatever store you bought it from like JB Hi-Fi or, or something like that here, sticker over it to pretty much cover the cock and ball. <laughs> <laughs> But any idiot could just go home and peel it off. So I don't know what the fuck the point was. <laughs> don't want to shock those kids in the store. <laughs> yeah. You're buying a Tenacious D album, you know what you're getting. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's see. There was a skit at the end of this one. Uh, yes. Which I, I don't get the point of. Did no, I miss the joke on this one? It doesn't go in the next song, does it? Uh, kind of? Not really, though. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get the joke on that one. Yeah, I keep looking at the lyrics. It's like, yeah, he's talking about reminiscing about school days, and then he's talking about motherfuckers trading GI Joes with, play kickball, throwing gang signs, and then calls him a fake ass bitch, calls him a six foot Jello eating motherfucker, <laughs> which is oh. hilarious. And that's kind of it. <laughs> so, shall we move on to House of Mirrors? Yeah, sure. Yeah. This is the only, or second featured uh, track with capital E, who I've never heard of before or since. Yeah, actually. I, is this the only song he's been on with them? I think he did something on Carnival, but I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I meant more going forward, because... Yeah, like yeah, there's definitely his last appearance. When we get back to Carnival of Carnage, that's going to be interesting for me, too, because I think I've only ever listened to that album once. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can take. <laughs> and, yeah, speaking of... We were talking about the um, Twisted dropping the N-bomb earlier. Uh, mm. Carnival of Carnage features another N-bomb from none other than Kid Rock. Oh, what? wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> What? Way before he was like famous, he was on Carnival of Carnage, and he was god awful, <laughs> as you can imagine. Oh yeah, is that you? Yeah, is that you? That was the song. But yeah, House of Mirrors. Um, let's see, what are my notes on this? Well, first of all, I say right off the bat, Capital E is a better rapper than anybody in ICP <laughs> ever was. <laughs> I 
I what guess Maggie has not. I'm sorry? What song are we on? House of Mirrors? Yeah, we're on House of House Mirrors. House of Mirrors, yeah. Yeah, oh, you know, this one wasn't my favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is actually one of the ones I like. Uh, I'd say, like, maybe my fifth favorite track on the album. Mm. What about you, Scott? Mm. No real input, I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it was okay. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to understand it. Yeah, I, 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 I'll keep basically repeating myself which is that it's good to go back and and check this out and i'm glad for maggie can put herself in the position that of the time frame that this was in i can't (laughs) (laughs) and and so listening to these i'm like why the fuck was i a juggler (laughs) (laughs) um they i promise they get better (laughs) they really do like the very next album is so much better that's fine. I would listen to another album similar to this. It wasn't terrible. Oh, that's yeah. Good. Yeah. No, this isn't a terrible album at all. Uh, it's no, just, no. I I didn't yeah. turn it off. I got close with um uh one of the songs, but uh, like at least muting it, going yeah, I'm done. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, it, it. I didn't turn it off, so I guess that's telling. <laughs> yeah. See, Maggie has to listen to these because it's research. I can choose not to. <laughs> exactly. Right. This is extra taxing for me. <laughs> then there's stuff I, I wouldn't, you know, notice. And uh, it's all very interesting. I'm, I'm just yeah. very glad that she's focused uh, on, on Shaggy's nuts. So that's good. <laughs> I, I don't can you. I mean, you got to be focused on Shaggy's nuts. They stretch miles. Oh, sure. <laughs> I don't really have a choice. All the things to be proud of, nuts is definitely not one thing. A big cock, sure, but why the nuts? <laughs> that's what I was curious about. Then I was like, is that all he has? Like, is this it? You know? Like, I, I just, it's okay. I noticed it didn't even annoy me, which is shocking. I uh-huh. just, I just, like, that's not. It's not common in men, right, to be obsessed with like your just your balls. I mean, I can only speak for myself, but yeah, no, not really. <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, it's an interesting focus. <laughs> Definitely. And that's like, I feel like that's a big thing again with ICP. Like, now I'm repeating myself, but uh, they're very big on weird scattle like body parts. Hmm. They yeah, love nipples. They love nip. They love nut sacks, and they love anuses. <laughs> yeah, I, I like nips as well too. So oh yeah, I mean that. <laughs> I, I grew up being a boob person over a butt person, so nipples are the go-to for me too. What? <clears throat> ah, moving on. Uh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. What are my notes on here? Uh, oh yeah, Jacob's ride. I never understood this line. With devil's head, rotting flesh, with snakes inside your chest, in the mirror you can't hide. You've been granted Jacob's ride. Don't Who was the holy song? Fuck? Uh, I, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob's word. But yeah. I, they never explain who the hell Jacob is. 
um, that uh, that other song? Is it the one I'm thinking of? Hold on. Yeah. Oh, well, you guys talk. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll let you guys talk. Uh, yeah. I was just thinking who Jacob's Jacob was. I was like, no, I've never heard anything about him or something. Yeah, so Jacob's words the one that's more like he's inside like his head, like uh thing. So would it be maybe it's Jay's what he sees as in, in a demon type thing? Oh Violent J, J Cub is a baby bear version of Violent J. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> Cause with Jacob's word it opens up with the i hear voices one in particular it comes into my mind perpendicular rectangular it's a strangler he's like some kind of mental fucking mangular i don't know he tells me to punch esham and shag so i punched him i even called twisted fags so yeah it's like he's in a bad side i guess maybe so but i, like I know uh, fred fury then mm, but i don't understand why oh jacob's right maybe you've unleashed the wrath that could be, yeah, whipping for your spitting pain, all you crying in his vein. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah? So they were building that up for a while. Yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, when, when did um, Jacob's Word come out? What album is that? I don't oh, know. Oh, that's from Forgotten Freshness. Oh, okay, so they might have written that right after this for all I know. Yeah, yeah, for all we know, yeah. Oh, yeah, I should explain. Forgotten Freshness, uh, every few years they put out an album like B-Sides and Rarities. They're usually worth listening to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for one, Jacob's word, I like that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. Let's see. Capital E. He is so much better at rapping than Jay Shags are at this point in their careers. I don't know who he is though. Yeah, <laughs> I assume he's just a Detroit rapper they got in the studio because. I don't see anything else about him. It's always it's always really bad when you get a, a feature and they're always better. <laughs> yeah, you don't want, usually want that. <laughs> no. Yeah, because that's one thing about like early ICP is they they can ride the beat and that's all you can really say about their rapping skills is they can ride the beat. <laughs> oh, Shaggy got pretty good on some of his solo stuff later and. Oh, I later on, I, they both got much better. I think, yeah, I think I've heard Jay not chop, but close to it, and I was blown away at that. And I think that's one of his newer songs, too, which, again, I don't like the newer stuff, but I still listen to it once every now and then to, you know, hear it. Right. Um, and I, I think it was a cypher or something. I was like, holy shit, I didn't know Jay could do that. Those cyphers um, are incredible. Mm. Capital E from Taste on Carnival Carnage and House of Mirrors at or Ringmaster. I've been curious since I bought uh, probably he left Psychopathic. So it was somebody on Psychopathic Records. Yeah, uh, was he? Ah. Last I heard of Capital E, the clowns did manage to get a hold of him, kick his House of Mirrors verse, House of Mirrors verse for a live Ringmaster show. Was that the first? When's this from? 2018. Uh, dude apparently set a price that the clowns deemed unreasonable for just a single mm-hmm. verse, considering he doesn't even rap like that anymore and kept it moving. Ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry, I went off my little tangent then because I had no idea who he was. Oh, I was very curious. I'm glad you found that. Uh, but what I want to know is about the juggling trio of Nate the Mac, Rude Boy, and Chucky. 
<laughs> Are they talking about Chucky Chucky or <laughs> what? You mean the doll? Yeah, that's super weird. <laughs> Red Juggles Rio made the Mac Rude Boy. Oh, I know who Rude Boy is. Yeah. And I heard Nate the Mac, but I don't know who Chucky is enough. Yeah, it must have been, a, because it doesn't make sense to have it be Chucky the Killer Doll, so I assume it was just another uh, <laughs> friend another of theirs. Another friend of theirs, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then, yeah. isn't the last one just a outro? Yeah, Ringmaster's Word. This is supposed to kind of fill out the story of Ringmaster, I guess, but it's just a bunch of quotes from mm. vampires. <laughs> yeah, it's Again, something that they've done a lot better. Like, having the opening of The Great Melinka with uh, Alice Cooper basically telling a story was is, is fucking awesome compared to this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because from here on out, uh, like, from Riddlebox on, they always end their albums in, a, like, a slow ballad. Mm. And, like, this is before they did that, I guess. And I really like... Uh, I'm pretty sure I heard some of this, uh, oh, at least the beat... Wasn't this was it the end of the Wraith or Hell's Pit that they use this sort of beat when they do the mix up of all the songs? That was Hell's Pit, yeah. Real Hell's Pit, yeah. Me. That's it, yep. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm, I'm kind of a sucker for that, even though it goes on for fucking like fourteen minutes. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun, yeah. <laughs> when I say it goes on, I don't mean badly. It's when we get to it. Uh, I hope I'm there for that one um, because yeah. if, she, if she's listened to every song, it is quite a nice treat to hear little bits of every song uh, from the, the light side and dark side of what they've done uh, mixed together. Um, so on the end of uh, Ring, uh, not Ringmaster, uh, Hell's Pit, it's all the darker stuff. And then on the end of Shangri-La, it's all the lighter stuff. And hearing it all mashed together in one long song is, I, I think, pretty cool. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, this is this is really hard to have any say. This is literally just quotes. I'd like the uh, beat. Yeah, the beat was sick. Yeah, yeah. they definitely could have done something better with the beat. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's basically uh, Ringmaster there. That's the whole of the album, and so overall, uh, what are your thoughts? Like, how would you review the album as a whole, especially as a first-time listen? Oh, what a question! <laughs> um, it was fun to listen to. I had I looked forward to the songs because they were. I mean, I don't even know if I would have recognized some of them as being from the same artist yeah uh, which was cool yeah Uh, that's something i should have brought up earlier actually was this recorded over a couple of years this album because jay jay and shaggy's voice seemed to change song to song like older wise like uh shag specifically shaggy his uh song the the get off me dog no yes yes um very young but then when he raps in one of the verses in one of the other songs he's got a slightly deeper voice where he grows into that so it just felt like as she said that it's like different artists but i know it i know what they sound like so that's fine but it just sounds like this may have been recorded over 
uh, a longer set of time, or at least a collection of songs were done at different times? From my understanding, they did record it all in 1993. Uh, okay. Same year uh, their first EP came out. But hmm. Okay. Well, yeah. I, they just seem to put on different voices then. That's kind of cool. I guess. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I guess they were still trying to find... It's only their second major album, so I guess they were just still trying to find what style and... Yeah, absolutely. It, like, suits them better, here. Yeah. Sorry, continue, Maggie. <laughs> no, I just thought... No, thank you. Um, yeah, and that made it enjoyable, I guess, that it wasn't repetitive um, right. and not having anything to expect. I wasn't sure if, like, the first couple songs was going to be, like, the whole, you know, the tone the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't. And I think that helped it on first listening and not knowing anything about them because I guess it, I don't know. It, I came in open-minded and it like kept me that way. Oh, there, were things, there were things that I really enjoyed about it. Um, and like very few things that stuck out like the chorus repetition and, yeah. you know, and pay in the pacing of it and even the pacing of the rapping in it um, but it wasn't enough that I would have stopped listening to it if I didn't have to for this podcast right um, if someone said hey listen to this I would probably listen to the whole thing no problem well, that's awesome. I think, yeah I was about to say I think that's a pretty good um, reflection of the album then if, if, if she would happily listen to this without being forced to <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, um, so I guess my thoughts, uh, Ringmaster is rougher than I remembered, but it's not bad. I'd say in the grand scheme of things, 2.5, 3 out of three out of 5, maybe? Out of 5, ooh. Hmm. Okay. I I would... Mm, um, no, two, 2 is a good... Yeah, I, I'd go with 2 as well. Yeah. It, it's, I don't think it's something I'll come back to. Uh, especially when the remixes of a lot of these songs come up later and uh, I think sound better. <laughs> Absolutely. That said, I will good. listen to Wax Museum a lot because I love Wax Museum. <laughs> and I think I will go to Bugs on My Nugs again. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, uh, for a starting point of, of the, the story and stuff like that, this one doesn't really set up much because it doesn't explain as much because I don't think they knew where they were going with it yet. Even though Jay says that he knew all six to start with, I, I don't think I don't think that's the case. Um, because if, as you said, the last one where it's supposed to set up who the ringmaster is doesn't really explain that. So from a story perspective, which is I think what ICP were definitely going for with all six Joker's cards, um, yeah, definitely a two out of five. I don't think it was a great um, chapter of the story. Right. Absolutely. All right, so um, I guess that wraps it up for this episode. Um, we're yeah, this is like an hour and a half long already, and we spent just spent an hour another hour listening to the album. So I guess we wrap it up uh, next week, uh, or we got whenever we get back together for the next episode. Um, we'll be doing Riddle Box, which is a personal favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that holds up. Oh, I had fun. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> That was excellent. I enjoyed it. I'm excited. Fantastic. 
All right. I guess I'll insert some outro music here, and that'll be that. Cool, cool. See you guys next time. See ya.